Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 87 of the Talking With A Dad podcast this evening. Stevie, what do we got? It's everyone's favorite topic. We're going in tonight, folks. So you might as well jump out the live chat now. We're talking <laughs> MMA. <laughs> the McGregor machine is back, folks. The hype machine's back. Yep. The most, uh, I believe, the largest gate holder PPV, P- second PPV uh, record, right? It's still Brock. Brock still has the record, I believe. So it's a. Uh, it's, have... it's, no, if I think correct, it's. Uh... Is it Connor? Did he take it away from him? I think it's Connor Khabib, right? So then it would two be Connor, two, two Brock, Connor, Connor, I think Connor, Brock, yeah. then Ronda in regards to their peep, uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. Buys. Alvarez versus McGregor, 17.7 million. Followed Dude, second oh. by Khabib versus McGregor at 17.2 million. Dude, I, I got to admit, that Alvarez versus McGregor fight, epic. Epic. Legendary fight, dude. Legendary. I actually believe 100% that's what sold the Mayweather fight. If it wasn't for that last four-hit combo, they probably would have never got to deal with Mayweather. I mean, it's fair. Um, as far as the UFC goes, Khabib McGregor, 2.4 million. Diaz McGregor, Ooh. 2 uh, at 1.6. And then, obviously, Mayweather versus Pacquiao at 4.6 million is number one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't pay for that fight. I went over to someone's house for a fight party on that, and I was like, "Man, this is a clinic." And it, you, you, it wasn't a clinic like that. It was so clear. I just felt bad for Pacquiao. Top five or Connor, by the way. Top five or Connor. Khabib, Connor, Diaz, Connor two, uh, Connor Cowboy, Connor Diaz wow. one, Alvarez wow. Connor. Uh, then you drop down to UFC one hundred, which is that's a Brock card, right? Yeah, I think so. So I think so. I think so. But he's back, yeah. folks. You know, they're uh, they're on Fight Island. I watched most of the press events, uh, the recaps with my wife, and I watched all the available embeddeds. I usually don't do that stuff anymore because, as Zach can tell you, I become quite obsessive about this stuff, and I just don't have the time in my day to be watching everything. It's a good thing I'm not a gambler because most people only watch the embedded. I won't say most. Some people, a minority group of people, watch embedded. So they can see if the fighter they're betting against has any injuries, if anything else is going on. It's sick. It's sick, sick, really? degenerate gambler stuff. From what I've been told, I've never uh, been a part of. It. I don't. I don't think they would show injuries on embedded though, right? Like, but they they, they don't show in injuries on the countdowns for the NFL games either. But degenerate no, you have you you have to you have to declare a person out before you before like the day before the day of, right? Yeah, so sa- of Saturday game. you have to declare a person out. On on the OR on the on like the, the you know Zach Zach once again my friend my dear beloved friend you are thinking with a sane sober mind you're not thinking of the mind of someone who gambles away their kid's college fund that's getting inside information from the guy who claims to be working in Tom Brady's shower you know what I'm saying like these people can't be trusted Zach but I did hear from I the should guy get rid that, of my source no 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 that source won me twenty bucks actually tell him I said thank you about that but okay from what I, what I hear about what's going on on Fight Island. This is going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. This, I mean, okay. Okay. There's two okay. fights that I'm excited for. A third that Listen. I'm a flex. You know, there's a th- two fights <laughs> I'm excited for. Number three, I'm flexing. Uh, Zach, that's uh, it. Remember, we're sponsored by the UFC. It's no, we're not. I'm no, gonna, I'm we are not. Those motherfuckers do not Zach pay is us having for some anything. audio issues tonight, folks. They don't pay us for anything. <laughs> they never will. Uh, I've said way too much about Dana White and his fat head. His fat head. His fat, 
fat, easy to hit head. <laughs> just so round. Just... It just looks like if you put if he if he ever got cut in a weird way and had to get yeah. like staples, you look like a fucking baseball. Listen, you know what? I, uh, the one thing I do appreciate about Dana, he would definitely be a good sport. You know, if we ever had to work for him, he's like, oh man, I cut all you guys' earlier shows. That was great. I got a fat head, huh? Hey, do me a favor, Jimmy. Lock that door real quick so we can get this meeting going. He just strikes me as the type of guy who doesn't hold a grudge, right? You you get that vibe. He's the exact opposite, right? <laughs> doesn't he? Doesn't he exclusively hold grudges? Like, like I think he's that guy. I, I think he's that guy in the industry that. Uh, you know you talk to weird once and then uh you know you just you don't ever talk to him again right he's the reason why hawani didn't get on fox and why he's on espn right like well he's the reason for sure hawani left fox left fox yeah he's on espn now yeah um actually you know what's funny uh gilbert melendez he's supposed to have a show on espn i know he's a contributor for espn but for god's sake i can't ever catch any of his content is he still employed with them or did dana they know snap him too <laughs> like did he send him to the same place that kenny florian is right now <laughs> like, oh, poor poor. Kenny <laughs> i love kenny florian man but it's going to be it is what it is folks it's 50 how much is the card 65 dollars is it? I thought it was seventy now. Oh god! I thought they bumped it up to sixty nine ninety nine. I don't know. The only thing I find in Gilbert Melendez is that he got a two year ban in like twenty twenty. Yeah, for some steroids or something like that. Hey, I did hear. I can't remember who showed this to me, but the commission in some areas, some commission will not penalize for marijuana usage in regards to MMA fighting. I think anymore. it's USADA. I think it's USADA. USADA will no longer uh, do that. So I feel like they got to give Nick Diaz two years of his career back, right? Or, or more than that. Oh. How many years? Yeah. Uh, five, I believe it was. No, five. He, he five years, man. It was some obscene number. And he, he refused to pay the fine, right? And that's why yeah, they, that's yeah, why that, they upheld it. Yep, yep, yep. Went out like a G, but of course he did just get that payday from uh, the Anderson Silver Snorefest that they. Put <laughs> I'll never forget snowstorm locked in a hotel, very nice hotel in Boston clients in the other room doing lord knows what <laughs> the only thing i could do is look forward to this fight pay for it and i could not believe what my what i was watching I, I watched a man lay down and pose in the middle of the octagon i was like ladies and gentlemen this is a this is not a good look i, I know dana is furious right now that this is even happening <laughs> That's but it's on us man ufc 257 <clears throat> i'm actually going to put our predictions out right before the fight <laughs> And we're only doing two predictions, folks. We're only doing the co in the main event. Because for the love of me, man. Uh, oh, we're not talking about it tonight? Oh, no, we're going to talk about it tonight. But I, I, if I can, if I can get you to withhold off your absolute pick. Why? Or, you know, because, you know, we just throw it up. I like to see people. I actually have some friends that laugh at us every time we get our picks wrong. And it's, I get uh, it's, them it's wrong every like, single time. But why, why are we holding content from the show, Steve? This is the only show we're doing a week now. <laughs> <laughs> little house housekeeping note: uh, Monday shows are going to be on pause for a while, n- for no yeah. other reason other than the news cycle is really slow right now. Um, yeah, and once we're not, once and we're not getting dragged into a bunch of Biden Harris QAnon talk, I I, I can't do it, man. I, so yeah, I don't want I don't want to do political talk. Race is over, whatever. You know, if there's something yeah. drastic goes down, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll pop in a Monday episode every once in a while. But once the news cycle picks back up and uh there's yeah. like feasible stuff to talk about regularly then we'll pick up monday shows yeah. again um well you can you, you can let you pick out now man just you know 
You got to build. No, we haven't even. Up. We haven't. Yeah. Okay. So well, back back to up. fighting. Back there's a little reprise from fighting there. I'm sure someone tuned in yeah, for yeah, just yeah. that. Um, this card, this is a weak card. Let's be fair. <laughs> let's let's be fair. Um, let's go through. Let's start. Let's start with the early prelims and work our way up. How about that? We're doing the full thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> two fights, four people. Don't know their names. None of them. I recognize Nick Lentz, and that is it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like. I can't even talk about most of the fights on the prelims. Cleo Roundtree, obviously, he's he's on there, and he's been fun to watch after his transition to um, uh, Thai boxing. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't really. Juliana Pena and uh, Sarah McMahon. It's gonna Sarah be a, it's McMahon. gonna be a good fight. That should be on the main card, in my opinion. Um, uh, uh, Brad Tavares and uh, Antonio uh, Carlos Jr. That should be a good fight as well. And then, uh, but l- let me just go back to Sarah McMahon here for a second. So I think Sarah McMahon, in many ways, was rushed into her championship fight with Ronda simply because she was an Olympian wrestler. Ronda was an Olympian judoka, and there was really nothing to build there other than like, okay, they were both in the Olympics. It's not like they even crossed paths in the same sport, for God's sake. But it was like two, the Olympian versus the Olympian. And then she had a pretty uh, rough run of it for a while there. There were times where she was clearly winning the fight. And she's one of those fighters that suffers from that second round, third round debacle or something crazy happens. And then she, you know, she starts getting dominated. I would like to see Sarah McMahon make a real run at it because I honestly think with her pedigree with wrestling, I believe she did lose the Nunez once. I think she can actually get, she can give the champion a run for her money. I've always said this about McMahon is the one, the one thing that scares me about her when she fights is she ducks her head down, which leaves her prone for knees and also, she carries her head too high in the clinch, which left her open for Pick a freaking one, Steve. Knee. Is it too high or too low? <laughs> which one is it? Which it's, one is it? It's turtle, just right. Just like, turtle? Tur- just not turtle, <laughs> just huh? turtle. But, and then, you know, she's going against Julia Pena. So, another interesting woman in regards to MMA. She was on The Ultimate Fighter uh, this season with Ronda and, uh, what is this psychopath's name? The one that has gotten arm barred by Ronda in two different fights, got her arm ripped. Misha Tate. Uh, they when they were coaching the Ultimate Fighter, she was on Misha Tate's team, and she looked really good in Ultimate Fighter. Her striking never looks good. It, it she really just rushes in to get to that grappling uh, situation. Obviously, obviously, Slevchenko showed her that she wasn't just a striker. That's actually the first time we got to see Slevchenko actually pull off a submission in the octagon. But Pena, you know, took some time off, had a baby, came back, lost her first fight back. This will be her second fight back after the baby, and it's going to be interesting to see what gaps she's filled in in her fighting style. Now, I know I can already see Zach's mind turning as he's looking at this, and he's like, God, he's still talking about this fight. He's trying to fill in the space with these words. But I would like to see one of these women break out before friggin' Nunez retires, right, and someone actually make that woman work again. Can you name a situation where she's actually been in any honest, real trouble in a fight? I I, I went back the other day and I was like, oh, Jermaine Randomy gave her no, some bad luck. but like but not, then, yeah, no, yeah. no real trouble. Yeah. Um, okay, so since like the Misha Tate thing, right? Like is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just Slavchenko. Slavchenko gave it the toughest fight. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. By, by like by a mile, but she's the only person who I think is on that same level. I would yeah. really, really like to see 
a third fight between them. I, I don't know if it goes any different. I really, I really, really hope it would. I, I'm gonna put you in. I'm gonna put you in the interview seat for a second, based on your expertise looking at it. What adjustments does she need to make to beat Nunez this time? Her striking's gotten better since then. It, yeah. she, she sets up. She she sets up traps. Um, like rounds ahead instead of trying to lure people in in the same round, right? If we saw it with the eye, the Jessica eye fight, she was setting up that high kick for two rounds, right? Like, right, like she was setting it up forever. So, like, I don't know. I I don't I don't know if she needs to change anything. I think was it the second fight that was so close that it was like a split decision? Yes. Like, I, don't, I actually don't even think it was split, right? But, um, I don't know if she needs to change anything, man. I I, I really don't. I'm riding high on the ship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We need MMA judges and not fucking boxing judges, which is, which is the biggest issue. Yeah. We need uh actual judges and not doctors who are like, is this the paper I fill out? So it's a, it's a yeah. 10, seven round. If they land a punch, right? 10, seven, just, just one punch, one punch is one punch is a 10, seven. But yeah, I, I would like to see one of these women break out, but let me keep, let me be honest with you. And uh, Zach knows this. Anyone that watches MMA is a fan of the sport knows this as well as I do. The gap between Juliana Pena and Sarah McMahon and Nunez is so wide now yeah, that so, this she'll retire before either one of these women become a viable threat. There's not that's not to say that one of them won't get pushed into a championship fight with them. It's the same thing with I like Megan Anderson. I think she's funny. She's obviously like a very weird person, and I I can dig that. But she's not even ready for Nunez at one forty five. Like, there's nothing about her game that makes me think that she should jump in there. And I'm trying to protect people from getting hurt. But it's not my job, right? So let's see what Pinion brings to the table. I'm actually going to throw out a pick for this fight. I'm going Sarah McMahon. For one reason only. Okay, go ahead. Please uh, please lay out the reason. (laughs) One reason only, man. They're both grinders. And I have to believe that her pedigree as an Olympic caliber wrestler is going to play off dividends against Juliana Pena's brawling version of grappling. That's it. That's all I got for that fight, man. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't know what to say about Khalil Rodentree other than it's takedown defense, man. That's all yeah. that's missing from this game. If he had any takedown defense, like it's just a 70%. Just give me 70% takedown defense. He wins every fight because his striking is disgusting. <laughs> it absolutely is. It abs- and it's gotten way better, dude. Yeah. It's gotten way better. It has. Um, Since you switched to uh Thai boxing, it's gotten he's got like his fight after he came back from being in Thailand for how long, right? He walked right. that guy down and was one of the most overwhelming like walkouts I've ever seen in the UFC. It was disgusting. Yes. And dude, oh, man, I remember that night when it premiered. When when we watched that fight, I was H- like, hands up like that. hands up like this. Right, like, like actual tie stance, like I was like, dude, does he look more dangerous than usual? Sorry, folks, there was a uh three year old <laughs> standing at the top of the stairs saying dad, and now I feel like a bad <laughs> How long was he there? Uh he just got there. <laughs> oh, well you're good. You're good. <laughs> what did you do? Get rid of poor Zeus? No, I know the dog came in. Oh. Zeus had opened uh, the door and the dog walked in uh Dog walked in behind him. Um, the one thing he's got to do, the one thing he's got to do is stay on his feet, man. Mm-hmm. It like, 
And I, and I mean, well, I we mean talked about this with takedown mind. defense, right? Like, if he can stay <laughs> on mean, the feet, I, there's not many people who are going to outstrike him. Well, he's in light heavyweight, right? Like, and also his his cardio is an issue because he's carrying carrying around a lot of muscle, right? So, the one thing I would like for him, yeah, I understand he went to Thailand. It all looks good. Me and Zach are fans. We're here for it, man. I love seeing that high Thai guard. But for the love of God, man, go do some jogging. <laughs> Get in the pool a little bit, and let's work on some of that grappling. I think he can actually go somewhere. His uh, side note, his older brother is also in the UFC, I believe. Really? Yeah, I think he's a smaller guy, though, if I remember correctly. Okay. It's yeah, one of those, I have no idea. It's one of those dynamics. Like, he's the big little brother. And the older brothers are yeah, tiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. But otherwise than that, I don't even know who the guy he's fighting. You're right. This is the dud. Why am I trying to amp this up? I don't know who this guy is. I think I do that because I don't want to seem like a casual MMA fan. But every once in a while, he's just not going to know who people are. I don't no. spend enough time researching these guys. You know, I can't even pronounce this guy's name. I rely on Zach for that. Zach goes with me in public, and I lean over, and I'm like, can you just tell me what this person's it's name Marcin is? It's Marcin Pracino. Thank you. Have you heard of him before? No, but I've seen Marcin, and I could I could sound out Pacino in my head. I am too worried about getting canceled, and I I, I just don't want to butcher or, the poor or man's name. Prochnio, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's in that area. Um, it sounds like a, like a delicious food. He's Polish. He's definitely Marcin. Then uh, this, Marcin. Is, this is this guy's first fight in the UFC. Holy smokes! So he competed in one championship. Oh, sorry. No, it just didn't have him any listed. He's lost three fights in a row in the UFC to Sam Alvey, to, to Magomed Ankalev, oh and to Mike Rodriguez. So they're setting this guy up to get cut from the UFC. <laughs> We're making two cuts. We're making two cuts, boys. Two cuts. <laughs> two cuts. Dude, I, I love Sam Alvey, man, but I know that he's one of those guys where Dana comes in after the loss. He's like, so you lost to Sam Alvey, and uh, you know what that means, right? You know we're not going to pay you for this fight. No, there is no show money. You can't lose to freaking Sam Alvey and expect it get paid. And, and Sam Alvey's been around forever. Another ultimate fighter contestant. But there's a few guys in the UFC you cannot lose to as a prospect. Sam Alvey, and you cannot lose to uh, Carrera, uh, Caceres, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy. You got to beat these guys when you come in. Interesting. Okay. 100%. And I'm looking at Brad Tavares. 17 and 7. I had such high hopes for this dude, and I still do. <clears throat> He's got really beautiful uh, traditional Muay Thai stance and striking. Very, very, very strong for a middleweight. Again, yet another guy who has gotten clipped, who's gotten beaten down, taken down, and murderized. But when he walks in there, the man looks like an Olympian god, and he looks like he should be a world destroyer. But there are some holes in this game that have left him exposed. Now, Carlos, Jr., Antonio Carlos Jr., AKA, uh, I think it's, he's got an interesting uh, nickname. It's like Shoe Face or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> this man has some very sneaky jujitsu. And it's always the worst thing to watch someone forget that his jits is that serious. He's one of those practitioners when we, when he's once he's on your back and he's wrapped that leg behind your leg and he's crawling up. That's pretty much the fight. Again, his holes have been just striking and getting outstruck in cardio. I think this guy. Chin. What is it? It's, it's in it's, Spain. it's in uh, Portuguese. Uh, Portuguese. Yeah, so I had to look up a translation. It's a shoe-shaped chin. Shoe-shaped chin. <laughs> I will not be attempting to pronounce whatever that whatever that says means in uh, Portuguese. 
That would be a really bad attempt because I don't even know. I don't even know how Portuguese sounds. I would assume that it sounds like Spanish, but uh, but uh, same but different, kind of but not. Yeah, you know, I have no idea. Weird. I don't think I've ever heard anyone speak Portuguese. To be fair, obviously all the Brazilians in the UFC speak Portuguese, but mm-hmm. um, I don't. I don't What's know. up with that? What's up with that one translator that's been with the UFC forever that never gets his translations correct? I don't He's know. a young-looking guy. He never never there's, ages. No, Maybe but wait. They're, they're, they don't have – UFC doesn't have translators. You have to bring your own as a fighter. No, they, they there's one guy that they actually have, and he's been with them for quite some time. Younger-looking dude. No, and I'm no going to tell you, honestly, like, like someone could rattle off their entire life story in Portuguese, and then when you look at the translator, he's just like, I feel really good. This was a great opportunity. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure he said more than that. But again, this is not a. This is another fight where, I guess it's time to start building up the division, filling up the ranks. We got to start moving people along. Also, we know that it's no secret. It's about who's available, who can actually sure. make it to fight island and keep these fights. So some of these cards are going to be thin. Not everyone's going to be a banger. Also, there's another business aspect to this. I don't know what sh- uh, Connor's current contract for show is, but I'm assuming that his show um, is the um four million is like. It's four million to show whether he went or I saw somewhere that he was making by default, he was making four million and Dustin was making one million. Um and uh, five hundred thousand of it uh of Connor's money is going to Dustin's charity or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so, something yeah. in those lines. I, I saw it earlier. Yeah. I don't know I, I don't have a fact check for it, right? So I don't know if that's true or not. But Connor's going to make more than more money than anybody else in the UFC, even though he doesn't fight. Um, yeah. In and one then, sitting, in one sitting, for sure. It, does he have pay per view points? I, I don't know. Um, I would assume yes. I would assume that he does have pay per view points, but they probably have to sell over a certain amount with the ESPN contract. Um, well, that's why. That's why the card is so weak. Is one of the reasons. I can't prove this, but I suspect that the money that's being allocated was allocated to Connor and obviously for the infrastructure at Fight Island. They have they have to pay for these events and they pay for them I believe in a bulk type setting. Sure. But I'm looking at this and it just dawned on me. Most of these people on here, I'd be surprised if they got more than seventy five thousand to show. Juliana Pena might no, be the no, exception. I would say I would assume that not, none of them are even close to that amount. Yeah. So it's like he got them all with a deal. They're on the pay-per-view event. No, well, these people aren't on the pay-per-view event, but it's exposure, right? At the same time, though, man, you would think for a card, but maybe this helps us keep in perspective what type of card this is. I keep forgetting. There's no belt on the line. No, this this is a filler card. This this truly, this, if it wasn't Connor, say it was someone else fighting Dustin, say it was Justin Gaethje fighting Dustin Poirier, right? Yeah. yeah, This is a fight night. This is a fight night. Right, that yeah. and because Connor's on it, they're allowed to throw a pay per view on it, and a million people are going to buy it. Um, yep. But there is no reason to buy this card. This is not a very yeah. good card. the The main event is is interesting. Um, if it doesn't go the exact same way that the first time they fought it goes, which I don't think it will. Yeah. Um, different no, different weight I, class, much more developed fighters on both ends. Um, yes. The Dan Hooker Michael Chandler fight is interesting, but I would have rather seen Michael Chandler fight someone more competitive. I don't think Dan mm-hmm. Hooker's competitive in the top of that division. Um, we saw what? that when he fought Dustin Poirier, right? No, that was that was a pretty back and forth affair. I think Dustin pulled out. I, I, um, I'm agreeing with you, I'm agreeing with your statement, but if we're remembering the fight, Dustin started pulling out with the veteran moves, and then the end fighting, like in the close in the sure. in the actual. That's where you start to see Dustin shine. 
Here's my problem with Hooker. He gave one of our guys too much business and talked too much shit for how close their fight was. I haven't liked Hooker since his fight with Felder. I was like, no, yeah, that that was a <laughs> that was a close fight. Yeah, very very close, right? Um, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, like if you're fighting Paul Felder, who is very clearly on the tail end of his career, and you're fighting mm-hmm. him to what could have been a, sp- a split decision or a decision that goes either way, I don't right. think you're competitive with the top five, right? Like, yeah, I don't think the Dustin Poirier fight was was incredibly close. Um, I would have to watch it again. I haven't watched it in a very long time, right? Um, yeah, it was it was it was a good it was a good barn burner. Uh, it wasn't close to me. It was not as close as they made it seem. I think there were clear moments where Dustin was leading the dance mm-hmm. and landing the strikes. And I'm not just talking about significant strikes. Like he was out striking Hooker, sure, two to three punches. So, but I get what you're saying. Okay. Would you have he, liked to see he, he lost. To, he lost to Ed, Edson Barboza. I know. You know, like that's, Edson that's Barboza crazy, right? to me is like the guy that's on the outside of the top seven, whatever. Right, like. Yeah. Decision with Ally, yeah. right? No one puts Ally away. Um, beats James Vick, but like everyone beat James Vick. Yeah, uh, poor James Vick. That guy just like can't get his lunch money. <laughs> he lost um, a lot in a row, didn't he? Or was that yeah. Nico Price? Who am I thinking of? Him too. Um, you know why Dan Hooker's here, right? And he called. He Dan Hooker called this out uh, when they did the presser sure. today. Most more specifically, Oliveira was offered to fight, and Oliveira said he couldn't make the weight. It was going to be Oliveira versus Chandler. And, uh, oh, Dan- that's a really good fight. They didn't give yeah. him enough time to make the weight? Um, So that's the controversy, isn't it? So Dan Hooker pointed out, he was like, so you're telling me Oliveira couldn't make the weight? He's like, that kid weighs less than one of my legs, which is, you know, I don't yeah. know what Oliveira walks around at, but he doesn't look like he's walking around at welterweight when he's out of the, out of the well, octagon. Mike, what? How long ago did they offer the fight? It, it, hold on, but if this is a three-week-ago offer, right, and it's only been announced for three weeks, then I, I totally understand the, hey, I cut a weight in a certain way. I can't cut. Like, I start right. camp at X, and then when we're out of camp before cut week, I'm X, right, and I'm not going to be there, right? So I understand that. Also, I understand wanting to have a – Michael Chandler's not an easy fight, right? Yeah. Like, And <laughs> yeah. for Oliveira, that Michael Chandler fight would put him next for a title shot, in my opinion. Right, but it would also risk his spot. Correct. Too. Well, that's fine. Right, and if yeah. I'm Charles Oliveira, I take the Michael Chandler fight because I think it's worth the risk. Right. But I also want a full training camp. I want a full yeah. eight or twelve week training camp, and yeah. I I want to be able to prepare the way that I would prepare if I was if I was fighting Tony Ferguson again. Yeah. No. Absolutely, Michael Chandler. So you can look at his career. It's he, this dude's twenty one and five. By the way. You can look at his career in in, in, uh, in Bellator, and he's been in some wars. Most notably, the you know the trilogy or the two fights. I can't remember what Eddie Alvarez. Amazing. Obviously, he just had a win over Vincent Henderson. He's had some great fights in his career. He is no slouch. So the this is a weird dynamic. He is an elite level lightweight, but we no one wants to validate that yet. Obviously, until he steps into the big show mm-hmm. and he beats someone in the UFC. I think that Oliveira would have been the fight we all would have enjoyed as fans. And I think some of the controversy, I'm giving Oliveira a pass on this, but I think some of the controversy comes with like, hey, you just came out of a fight camp. How out of shape can you be? But he just also came out of a fight camp fighting against Tony Ferguson. You don't know what's going on. I think Dan Hooker should take this opportunity and really prove to himself if he belongs sure. in, the elite, in the elite conversation. But here's how I see that fight playing out, if you don't mind me getting into it. Dan Hooker's a tall SOB. 
and I see a lot of knees coming straight up the middle. I see a lot of elbows, crosses, and I'm wondering if Mike Chandler is going to have the ability to hold Dan Hooker down. Now, I mean, Mike Chandler's striking has gotten a lot better. He's got his boxing has gotten a lot better. His leg kicks can be very damaging. But we're talking about Dan Hooker, who has spent most of his adult life doing this, right? Sure. He's a, he's a true essence of a new breed fighter. He's been doing Muay Thai and kickboxing for a very long time. So that means there's going to be a skill gap there. So we're relying – we're relying. Chandler's relying you on the ability to be able – We're relying on this, too, for our, for our lives. We're going to get this one right. Um, I think it's going to be hard to close that gap. But – I hate when people say this, but he's a dog. But Chandler literally is a dog, dude. And he's one of those people you cannot mess up with in a grappling exchange. It's very much like Khabib. Khabib is better at it, but you cannot mess up in a grappling yeah. exchange with Chandler at all. You have, like, milliseconds to adjust. Sure. <laughs> and, and that's it. You won't get a second chance. If he throws a hook in and he's behind you, you don't catch it the first time, that's it. Mm -hmm. that's that's the fight so we'll see how it goes i'm pumped for this man he should have been over here a long time ago there's a whole bunch of controversy behind what happened with him and his contract with bellator but young fighters listen to zach get someone to read those contracts over for you man <laughs> here's my advice have a lawyer that is not a family friend have yes. a lawyer that is like has has a law degree in sports yeah. contracts because that is a yeah. that is a law degree, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get sports get the management sports contracts. Yep. Get the guy, <laughs> you know. Get the get the guy that you think is the, like. Don't like don't be like go to your local fucking lawyer that that does yeah. traffic tickets. Yeah, yeah. No, get rid not of that the, idiot. Not, get, get the guy who LeBron has. Get yeah. that guy. Don't go to the guy who shares an office with the bell bondsman. Exactly. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Don't get that guy. Right. Don't get the guy that you you know you hand ten thousand dollars in cash and some stuff happens. Right. You yeah, yeah, get yeah. the guy LeBron has. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He might yes. be expensive. He might take fourteen percent off the top. I don't know, but it'll be better for you in the long run. And then he'll never want to negotiate with the UFC again. So you have to find a second guy. You know who you really need. You need someone that just gets under Dana's skin. Holly Holmes. I don't know who her manager is. But this guy has been getting under Dana's skin since they signed the initial contract. I remember Dana saying how much he hated him, but that's what you need. But he's out of that contract with Bellator now, man. This is going to be an amazing fight. I actually can pick two more fights that I would have preferred. I would have preferred to see Michael Chandler versus Tony, but I think he would have won that fight. We know now seeing what Oliveira did. I know I'm doing MMA math here, folks, but in my mind, something's going on with Tony, and I think it's all the beatings have finally caught up to him, and we may be watching the descent. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. I would have also liked to see Michael Chandler versus uh, Oliveira, obviously. Way more. But I, I would have also liked to have seen Michael Chandler versus Paul Felder. I think that a prepared Paul Felder would have been a good fight for him because there's one thing that he's had trouble with in his career. It's slick strikers, right? So, And then I don't know if we can get this to happen, but there was someone I've always wanted to see Michael Chandler fight. If we can get him back at the 155, I don't think he's ever going to come back. Frankie Edgar, because they are quite literally the same person. <laughs> they, like this, if you take one, if you, it, it, it's the same guy. It's just one of them is from New uh, from New Jersey and has a thick accent. They have the same fighting style. They're both quick to the shoot, and I think that would have been an amazing fight for fans. And it's uh in their prime, Frankie because Edgar, it's one of the, I don't Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar is a no easy out for anyone. No. I guarantee when people see that when they see his name on the other side of the contract, they're like, oh. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Frankie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lost to Aldo twice. Lost to Brian Ortega in one of the most disappointing fucking yeah, that fights I've was... ever ever seen. To propel Brian Ortega into getting brain damage, by the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lost Poor to Max kid. Holloway, clearly. Lost to fucking yeah. Korean Zombie. Beats Pedro Munoz. Like, he's... His career is, he's always two fights away from another title shot. He's always up there, but again, he's another guy that's starting to wear the damage. I would only want to see him at 55, 155. A division, I don't think he ever should have fought at, by the way. So uh, that's one of my things. He was a champion like, there, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, he beat, he beat BJ Penn. <laughs> BJ Penn. <laughs> Twice. No, he's beaten BJ Penn every time they fought. Three times they fought. The beating gets worse every time. The first time it was a, a very close decision. The second time it was a more convincing decision. The third <laughs> time, time he TKO. literally beat BJ Penn to death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I, I would have liked to have seen that, man, but uh, we'll never get to see it. Um, Didn't fucking BJ Penn fight from, like, featherweight? Didn't he win a... He won a heavyweight fight. He yeah. won a heavyweight. How it's did Leona BJ... Machida, I think it was. How did BJ Penn make, make heavyweight? Dude. What do you think BJ Penn's doing right now? <laughs> Probably, I don't want to talk about it because it sounds really sad. Oh, he beat, beat he beat Leota. Oh, he lost to yeah. Leota Machida. Yeah, in K in K one, when Machida weighed two hundred and twenty five pounds and and uh, BJ Penn weighed one ninety. Yes. How Back did in that guy? He he fought at forty five. How did he get up to one ninety to fight? A lot of spam. He's eating a lot fuck? of spam and eggs, man. That's that's how you do it. It's a healthy heavyweight. He fought um, Matt Hughes for a, a a welterweight championship. Yeah, he fought. And beat him one. He beat him one of the times. I think he beat Matt Hughes and took the belt. Actually, if I remember correctly, he did. Fought GSP, got served. Oh, then he left the UFC and fought. In, oh, I see. I'm following his career now. Yeah, and then he <laughs> fought. He fought in the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. He was one of the coaches. He was oh, against Jens Pulver. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Poor Jens Pulver, huh? Dude, BJ Penn is truly like one of those guys that the UFC wants to go away because it reminds them of the dark days. Like he's probably he's like that cousin that shows up to the wedding right before you get married. And like, hey, you remember that one time with that chick at the bar? Yeah, the one you and your friends three weighed, and you're like, hold Whoa, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who ruined but, Jens Pulver's career? Who's that? Joe Lozon. Oh, Joe Lo, the mighty Joe. Joe Lozon came Joe. in on his first fight. It was a tune-up fight for Jens Pulver. His first fight in the UFC and fucking, like, and knocked him out. Dude, crazy thing about... <laughs> That's so nice. I mean, we're, 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 we're going dark here, man. But Joe Lozon is one of the scariest human beings I've ever even considered. Just think about it for a second. Imagine the poor SOB that's in 7-Eleven starts something. It's Lozon has one of those faces where you're like, this guy's a simp, right? He looks like someone you would be able to steamroll in the fight. Little do you know, this man is literally going to rip off one of your arms and beat you to death with it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's taking every there's not a person who's fought Lozon unless you knock him out. Yeah. You always remember you fought Joe Lozon. He's that guy. But in retrospect, folks, getting out of that conversation, I miss Joe Lozon. I think uh last time Zach told me about him, he was running a gym now. Lozon is has he's, been for a long time. Has a lot he's of done, fighters done, in the though, right? 
I, I don't. I, he's not officially retired. The dog keeps walking in and out. Every time I get up, is to shut the door because it's it's loud in the rest of the house. The dog is Let sitting happen, there dude. looking at me. Notoriously, when Mathis and your dog and cat show up, those are our highest view shows. No, they're so not. Just let it, no, just they're let not. It they're bad, and I hate getting up away from the show. I just don't want my door open. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lozon's a scary dude, man. A, a literal computer programmer. He's a good guy, man. Now, let's talk about Jessica I, Joanne Calder, uh, Calderwood here for a second. Yeah, a literal second. <laughs> we, so by the way, is- we skipped the first two fights on the main card. We're going no, we're gonna wait. That. We're going. We're, we're we're doing we're doing MMA movement on this one, man. Because we got to save. I really want to. I really really want to break down the, the Dustin Connor fight. So I want to. I want to show everyone else the respect that they deserve. I don't. I'm probably not going to show Andrew Sanchez too much respect, but I'll I'll do my best. Jessica, and I cannot lose this fight. This is. I don't watch wrestling or wrestling as Zach calls it, but I do remember when I did watch as a kid, they would have these matches every once in a while where it's like the loser has to leave the WWF. Like you're done. You're going to the WCW. Well, That's I don't, I don't fucking know anything what you're talking about. I'll let you go on. But this seems like one of those moments for Jessica. I, right. I remember the night she was going to fight uh Slevchenko, and I remember she was Dude, walking out the I, hold on. I, I gotta stop you. You've butchered that name so many times tonight. There is no L in Shevchenko's name. So when she was fighting Shevchenko and she walked out to the So octagon, much better. So much better. Hey, hey, hey. Your asthma is gonna kick up. Take it I easy. I don't have man. asthma. Getting... You you, you <laughs> fat old man. You listen to me, you little tomato. You're going to die if you keep I hope I do. Shut up. Let's keep moving. <laughs> So the, the the fact of the matter is when she walked out for that fight, a lot of people tried to play up the fact that she had more confidence than they had ever seen in her career. I've seen her walk out to a fight like that before, and it was against Misha Tate, and she it was a fight she was winning. She was outboxing Misha Tate because she actually has some pretty slick uh, boxing when she utilizes it. Problem is she's prone to getting caught by overhands. Okay, She's prone to getting caught. Uh, it's, by, the, it's the hardest punch to avoid. You, you never see it coming. It's quite literally. The one punch you should always expect someone to throw. <laughs> like it is like <laughs> you should walk into every situation, assuming that at some point basic instincts are gonna kick over and someone's gonna throw a windmill at you. <laughs> and I'm not saying you're not gonna get hit with it, but it's like at, at, at any rate, man. <laughs> now Joanne, actually, if you if you've sorry, never seen the funniest fight, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Never, if you've never seen her fight before, she has really good Thai boxing, and her orthodox boxing is is getting a lot better. Neither one of these women can afford to lose this fight. No. I'm actually going Joanne because I man, am she's too. just I am. Too. She is quite possibly one of the nicest people. I think she can uh, open up a market in Scotland for the UFC, but she just has to win. And I is respect her Scottish? for being. Yes, Scottish, Scottish. Yes. Oi. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also on the Ultimate Fighter. She was on the same season, I believe, as She's from, as the, she's from Ro- the UK. Yeah. By way of Scotland. Oh, no. Irvine is literally a burg in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. She, but here's the next thing, right? Her ground and pound. We're talking about a fighter. She moved to Vegas to train, and oh. it was one of the best things for her. Her ground and pound is amazing. Top position is amazing. Her grappling is getting a lot better. But neither one of these women can lose the fight. I respect Joanne for putting everything on the line in her last fight. She had worked her way up to her championship shot, and it just, mm, you know. It just didn't work. She encountered, yeah, she encountered a better fighter. We'll see how this one plays out for them. I have nothing on Andrew Sanchez 
and uh Makimo. But uh, do you? Because I don't know these guys. Don't I know feel... who they are. Don't know who they I are. That's why I said I thought that uh, the Pena versus Sarah McMahon fight should have been um, on there in yeah. that place. I, you know, yeah. I don't know why it's not. I think that's a more compelling and a, and a more deserving fight because it's two ranked fighters in the top ten. Um, right. Both of them, this could be a career fight for them, uh, a career turning fight. And I, I don't know who Andrew Sanchez is. Um, I don't. I, I know nothing about him. I don't know anyone who's who he's fought. Let's see. Yep, don't know who he don't know that guy. He lost to Marvin Vittori. Is the only person on this list okay. so far that I know who who it is. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, he also lost to Anthony Smith. Uh, hey. Oh, he he beat Khalil Roundtree at one point. Yeah, there we go. From the Ultimate Fighter. Right. Other than that, don't know who it is. Um, I think he's he's paid up with the mob, folks. I don't know how he got on the main event card, but it's someone. I suspect the other guy he's fighting. Someone here has got juice. I don't know who but, that guy is either. Uh, then we're gonna do we then we move right on to Marina Rodriguez and the new darling of the UFC. I don't know how this happened, but people love her. Everyone loves her. The commentators love her. They just say she's got an infectious energy. I just mostly think it's it's a nervous energy. It's a uh, Amanda Ribas. Let's talk about her fight with Paige Vincent. Last okay. fight. Okay. Fair assessment. And I don't feel bad saying this. Paige Van Zandt is not going to impress. A win over her doesn't really impress me, seeing as how, you know, what caliber of athlete Paige is. Now, there's a good chance Paige will come here and beat me to death because, yeah, I'm a fat old man, as Zach pointed out earlier. Sorry. So she's got, a better, she's got a better chance of doing that. But this would be a good stepping out party for Rebus. Go for it. She's already beat Emily Whitmere and right? Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern. Wait, was that Rodriguez or Rebus beat her? Amanda Rebus has beat Mackenzie Dern. That's right. That was the fight she stuffed all the uh, all mm -hmm. the grappling. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. So I think she. I think she's super legit. Um, yeah. Super new. Super green. She's Ten and one. Right. Right. Four fights in the UFC. This would be fight number five. Um. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Right, I, I you know right. we're seeing a fight a fighter actually get developed in a way that seems reasonable, um, other than like going all right top fifty top fifteen top five here right. we go right like she's she's getting her development fights she's getting she's yeah. gradually working her way up there's eighteen people in her division let's be fair but yeah you know I'd like to see her fight maybe Mackenzie Dern again. Um, it would be an interesting fight. I think Mackenzie Dern has, has grown as a fighter. Yeah, her uh, overhand has gotten a lot sneakier. But just don't worry, Mackenzie. <laughs> you can definitely catch Jessica I with it for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still. I don't think she. She definitely has triple vision still after that head kick. Um, I don't know. Right. You know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what she does here. Let's let's see how she fights uh, Rodriguez here no. and. and you know? Now Marina Rodriguez, Rodriguez is she's no slouch herself, dude. Sure. I've caught a couple of her fights, and uh, she's a beast. And at the age of thirty-three, physically, she's making a run for it because she's in her prime. And then we're you know we're going to be seeing some you know, decline after that around the thirty-five, thirty-six mark if we're believing in the sports science and all that stuff. Yeah. But again, another car, another fight. I'm just going to keep it one hundred with you. That in my mind isn't worthy of being on the pay per view. Something is amiss here. Uh, I don't know who I get. No I don't... Okay. There's a few fights that are getting stacked soon, right? 
the yeah. uh, Volkanovski card coming up in March, there's four or five title fights on it. Right? I think there might be three. There's three or four. Um, oh, your girl's coming back pretty soon. I don't know. I don't know. What, I never know what that means. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't mean it in a sexual way. Macy Barber, you're you're oh. like a, a you're a legit Macy Barber fan. Like, I'm interested. Hey. I'm interested in watching some people's careers grow. Uh, Macy Barber is yeah. one of them. Um, I I don't I don't I can't see that far ahead on Google. I don't know why. But there's some fight cards coming up that are stacked. Um, yeah. And this was just a this is literally a filler card. They wouldn't have yeah. had a pay per view this month. Um, and you know, but the excitement around it, the buzz around it for fighters because themselves because of Connor. Connor, right? Because Connor if you can attach yourself to that hype train, you then yeah. build yourself a following in the UFC, and it's disgusting to say, right? All right. So now that we finally uh, we've we've built that bridge, it's time to cross it. So. You, oh, did you, you, did you uh, watch I'll take, him? I'll take Michael Chandler over Dan Hooker, by the way. You're going to take Chandler over Dan Hooker? Yep. I'm going to go with you on that one. I We rarely pick that, that, the same. We rarely pick the same, by the way. Yeah, we. This is an anomaly. Happened, but I've, as soon as I said that, I could see the knee coming up the middle and knocking Chandler clear out, but I'm just going to go with Chandler. Chandler. I'm, I'm on Chandler on this one. Um, so. Yeah. You, you didn't watch any of the media events or anything like that, right? Uh, I watched where Dustin Poirier gave Connor his bottle of hot sauce. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. So, obviously, this is still the new, you know, Connor uh, 3.0, the, the better press, better presence at the pressers. Four? He's not talking. As, yeah, 4.0. 4. 4. 4. He's, not, he's not talking a lot of trash. Obviously, he, you know. It is what it is. We know what it is with Connor. He's going to in the day he was building the fights, had to do what he had to do to get the money, build mm-hmm. the fights up. Because I remember when he got the fight initially with Dustin Poirier, the way the media was going then was like people had just forgotten what we had just saw him do to Max Holloway. Sure, right. So he, sure. he very, just very young. Max- well, you got to remember Max Holloway wasn't Max Holloway then either. No, he, he right, wasn't Max Holloway. Like, were, yeah. Max Holloway this, was a journeyman at that point, by the way. I don't know if you know this or not. Obviously, was, you do. He, he was like four or five fights into the UFC and had lost three of four or something. Yes. Here's the crazy thing is the kid. Here's the crazy thing about Max Holloway's career. He's not an oddity today, but he's been with the same gym forever. He didn't grow into his man body when he was fighting most of those fights. He wasn't really, I won't say he wasn't taking his training seriously, but the fact that he had made it into the UFC shows you how much skill he had. And that quick switch after the Connor loss, he learned a lot from that fight. And he beat some legends. Look at Max List, dude. He served. He has, he has Ricardo one Lawrence. of the most impressive. impressive. Yes. Yes. Murderers ever. Yeah, for sure. Right. No it, one can ever accuse him of getting a gimme fight. Like, ever. Like he fought Jeremy Stevens, Charles yep. Oliveira, Cub Swanson, Anthony Pettis, Ricardo Lamas, Jose Aldo oh, twice. Twice. Brian Ortega. <laughs> and then was then stepped up to fight Poirier, Poirier, right? Then went back down and beat Frankie Edgar and then stepped yeah. into Volkanovski, right? And yeah. that's over that's over a number of years. But that that's something I want to touch on later too, but we'll come back to that. Sure. I you I I get it, I get it, I get it. But here, also we saw hints of who Max was gonna become in that counter fight. The fact is it was two young guys in the octagon what? together. One of them outshined, and I, I've told you this multiple times, so if you ever hear anyone else coin it, that Connor that showed up to beat Max and that same Connor that showed up to beat Chad Mendez. True, it was a Chad Mendez that just came off the couch. We also know now that it was a Chad Mendez that was potentially on steroids. On all of the steroids. 
every last one of them except for the ones that work on your jaw. That guy that showed up, <laughs> that that Connor puts together combos. And that's going to be the key to his victory against Dustin. I'm not saying he can't sleep Dustin with the left. Sure. But no, Dustin is not the he's not the same fighter. Dude. No. And he's no. he's gonna be looking for that. Um in my opinion, Dustin has some of the nicest nicest boxing in that division, for sure, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. just in general, that yeah. 45 55 has some of the yeah. best boxers in the UFC. We saw yep. it in the Believe it or not, Calvin Qatar has very good boxing. You yes. did not see it against Max Holloway. No. <laughs> Nowhere near close. You did not see it. But I think Calvin Qatar, in my opinion, is top five in the UFC with boxing. I think he's incredible. But unfortunately, Max Holloway is like number number one, right? It's yeah. like Max, Connor, Dustin. Then like I would put I would put Max and Dustin. I mean Max and Dustin Poirier neck and neck in regards to their boxing. I and I can prove I, I, Sure, I, I I could agree. Mm -hmm. I think Max Holloway, just for the volume that he puts out and yes. still has the power to, to put you away at any point, uh, that yes. makes him number one for me. Also, the yeah. fact that he has like 2,600-plus uh, landed significant strikes. Uh, yes, where num number, two, Pacquiao numbers. number two has 1,700. You know, like he's 900 ahead of the person in second place for significant yeah. strikes landed. Uh, yeah. He, uh, that guy's an anomaly. No one else is like that in the UFC at the moment. Like, so here the only thing that uh, so Dustin suffers from the same thing Max does, but it shows itself in a weird way. There's a moment where they decide, all right, I got this fight. I'm putting the other combos, and their head stops moving. Dustin didn't do mm -hmm. it. I mean, uh, Max, Max didn't do it this fight. But there's a there Max a got hit at the end, where, by the way. Max got yeah, hit. He, he, he got hit. He got hit a few times for sure. And I was like, man, he's he's, he's definitely it, pulling together. Listen. Calvin Guitar landed 133 significant strikes. Normally, that, that is an absurd amount of significant strikes. Until you Just look over, Max. <laughs> until you look over and see that Max Holloway landed 445 significant strikes. Combos, folks. Combos. Combos, right? Poirier didn't out didn't outstrike by numbers max holloway but he definitely did more damage to him and in, in fight. that's why yeah. max Holloway came to this conversation by the way because they, they yeah. fought um yeah you amazing know his, amazing fight. very good very good i actually thought i thought it was incredible and i thought max holloway can go up to 55 he just needs to put on the weight um yeah but yeah man poirier poirier to me is has evolved as a fighter tenfold mm -hmm. since he fought connor that first time Right. Yes. They're, they're yeah. up a weight class, obviously. Right. Like they were at forty five, another at fifty five. If if I'm recalling correctly, yeah, you are. He he is he's definitely matured as a fighter. Right. Yes. Like he's yep. in my opinion had Khabib in the most trouble Khabib has ever been in. Um, right. right. Other than the fight also that Khabib point. lost. Uh, but. Oh yeah. What would you say? What? Did you say Khabib uh, lost uh, a fight. Can't validate the first 13. Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> Can't validate anyone's first 13. No, I, I like I like where you're going with your point because I want to add on to that. So Dustin Poirier has something over Connor that he didn't get a chance to utilize in the first fight. His jujitsu, he's a legit black belt. I know that's something that's Connor thrown around. Connor is too, a lot. though, isn't he? Like, isn't Connor fairly good? At, no? No, he's uh, – no, so Connor's – I think he might be considered like a purple belt 
Oh, okay. I, I would I would have to see. He might have belted higher than that. And obviously, this all means very different things in MMA. So when you're getting your belt in jiu-jitsu, you're not worried about a guy clapping you with an elbow at the same time. But the one thing that we didn't get to see from Dustin was just that. Dustin has the ability to shoot in or at least grapple his way in for some significant takedowns and put together some, some nasty uh, arm locks and some nasty submissions. Now, the question becomes, has Connor's game in that regard change much because i was almost certain that we were going to see a trip from cerrone at the beginning of the first fight i mean at the beginning of the round one in their fight Connor versus what you mean the beginning of the sequence that (laughs) that cerrone got knocked out in yeah i was like it was one single sequence by the way it wasn't much more than that unfortunately it was like an anime movie unfortunately i see so many ways cowboy can win that fight and that was definitely the one i didn't i didn't see he could lose was to shoulder strikes and then a head kick but I remember, I remember telling you, I was like, the one thing Cowboys struggle with his entire career is like lateral movement and boxers. You know, they just, they just, they hit him too much. But the question becomes, what does Dustin do? So we're not, we don't have a Dustin charged by emotion. He's not fighting that same Connor where he's coming in like, I'm going to kill this dude. No. He's talked so much trash. I would not be surprised if we see a lot. We're obviously going to see a lot of dirty boxing. Dustin's going to want to get on the inside of that left. And I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we see some takedowns. So now the question becomes, has Connor's time with Dennis been worth anything, right? Has he been drilling the things that he's no. needed to drill no. to close up? Because if he no. really wants to, if we're to believe what Connor's saying nope. in the media day, he wants to make another run at it. If he wants to be champ again, you would have had to close those gaps. Now, I will give Connor <laughs> the credit that most people won't give him. The fight with Chad Mendez, he got controlled on the ground. Yeah, and it for was a very hard. long time. For a very yeah. long time, he was he was he had to have been exhausted and that pure and heart then stood up game. and uh, yeah. I'm not saying the guy doesn't have heart, right? I yeah. would I would never say that. I'm not I'm not one to say that. To fight four rounds with Khabib, it shows that alone, right? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. you saw Edson Barboza give up in the first round, essentially, right? Yeah. That look and. To go for to go forward with him is, is is impressive, but I would never yeah. say that he doesn't have the heart. I just say that he, I don't know if he doesn't have the drive that you know, Anymore. like everyone, yeah. dude. The beginning of twenty twenty, what did they say? Hey, he's fighting Cowboy. He's fighting four times this year, right? Right. What did they do with the two like four days after four, one year, five days later? What do they say? Right. Connor's fighting three, four times. He said, I'll fight seven times this year if they line the fights up. We've heard that every year since 2018, didn't fight in yep. 2019, fought once in 2020, and now here we are three years later getting a second fight. Right? He fights every every 15 months or something, and that that's the biggest issue with him. I don't know if he doesn't have that drive or not. Listen, the guy's a competitive guy. He's an incredible yep. striker. I won't, get, I won't take that away from him. I won't take anything away from him. He's fun to watch, right? Right. Does he have the drive that someone on the come up making a first title run has the answer to that question is absolutely not no it is absolutely not you could talk and say as much as you want you can't have that drive steve when you instead of taking the hotel you show up on a yacht outside of the island that you're fighting on you you can't have that drive anymore no, so he's not. He's never gonna have that drive anymore. Right, he's that's never gonna have that game. He's never gonna have that drive anymore. But what I'm talking about is a little bit different. You're absolutely correct in your assessment. The man has taken way too much time off, and he's been afforded the things that he does. Mm-hmm. He's been enabled to be the way that he is. No one, I can't even oh. debate you on like that. All, like all good addicts. Yeah, like, <laughs> like all good addicts. Mom's gonna get me one more. Yeah. But here's 
here's what we're talking about. I'm appealing. I'm appealing to your logical mind right now. The question becomes: Has he done enough to change his game to go for a second run? Sure. This is what we need to see. This is what we need to see because you're correct. He keeps trying to sell us on the fact he's like, oh, of course, mate, I, I still got it in me. You can't have it in you the same way. You got two kids. You got another one on the way. Things have changed for right. you drastically. Now, you told me that there's a different motivation for sure. Now, I need to see these holes closed up in these games. You tell me. I'm going to spin on both of them. You let me know what you think. For Dustin, I'm going to need to see Dustin use some head movement, right? I'm going to need that, that, that Channing Tatum looking head to be off the line because here's the thing I know for a fact. Connor is coming to knock his block off, and whether or not he does it with the left is going to be up for debate, but is Connor going to put together combos, or is he coming straight down the line? The next thing I'm going to need to see from Dustin, and even though it's Connor, I just need this to stop. Dustin needs to stop pulling guard when he's winning around. That needs that can't fly with his coaches. I'm sure they're upset about that. Like this, He did it with Khabib. He almost choked him out. He did it with Hooker. Mm-hmm. He lost the position. He it's something he's done over the course of his career. And Here's I the issue. I don't think I don't think Connor gets out of that though. If he no, get, if he gets the exact same guillotine or, or, or whatever lock he had on Khabib, yeah. there Connor is tapped. no way Connor gets out of that. It takes an elite level wrestler to get out of that. Unless, unless it's the fourth freaking round. Unless it's the fourth round and your arms are fucking tired. Like, if this happens in the exact same fashion that it happened against Khabib, it's over, dude. It it is so far. But, you know, we can't imagine that happening. I don't think this fight goes to the ground unless Dustin wants it to go to the ground. And even then, Connor's on an easy takedown, right? No. Connor's not not the easiest person in the UFC to take down. I, you know... You got to get him against the cage. I I see. I'm predicting if there's a takedown, it's going to be against the cage or a trip. It's going to be a sure, trip type. Sure, of, sure, or, sure. Um, but what do you think about that? Dustin needs to get his head off the line, right? He that, can't afford. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. It, it, the answer always is take less hits than you're giving, right? Yeah. So getting your head off the line is probably a good is a good option. You know what? If listen, Jessica Eyes' head wasn't exactly where <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko was gonna, was going to be. She might have won that fight. We don't this is know. Why you, this is why you and I could never be a coach combo. Because as you're trying to like build them enough. up, yeah, like you, you're trying to build them up, and like you could do this. You lost the first two rounds. I would literally be like, "Listen to me, you idiot! If you don't get there your head off the line over. right now, she is going to kick you, and you're not going to remember this last week, and you're not going to remember the next week either." Yeah. Would you like permanent bra- brain damage? It's like, all right, got to go back in. Good luck. <laughs> hey, you're looking you good out that there. Person that everyone feels bad about enjoying themselves that night after they're wondering, oh, is she going to die? You remember that moment we were trying to figure I'm like, oh, is she dead? Like, they, that, she was down for quite some time. She, but the, so it's when people get knocked out that bad, the UFC doesn't show them. But yes. they, did, they didn't show the octagon for two and a <laughs> half, three and a half minutes. And it's like, oh, they're bringing a stretcher in, <laughs> yeah. like but she, no, she walked away. She got up and walked out. You know who didn't? You know who didn't uh, get a, get up and walk out of the ring? Here we go, folks. Hold on, don't don't give reveal you. What you're about to hear is a plus level certified trolling. Go for it, Sean O'Malley. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like Sean O'Malley, but it's true. Oh. It's true. He he, he did. He's, I mean, he's he, injury he, prone, and he will be for the enti- for his entire life, guaranteed. So here's what we need to see from Connor, right? Connor's gonna have to put together combos 
you know, I know he's got the power to put anyone out, but he's going to have to put together combos. He's going to have to get ready for a five round main event. And if he doesn't get him out in the first one and Dustin's doing what he needs to do, Dustin's going to be holding him against the fence, hitting every part of Connor's body, trying to wear him down and test his cardio. So Connor's going to need to keep the distance, put together combos to keep Dustin off of him. And here's the next thing. So you got to pick your poison. I know Dustin's not a wrestler. And it would probably be really stupid for Dustin to shoot in for a power leg takedown. But if I'm Conor McGregor, <laughs> like a double leg, <laughs> if I'm Conor McGregor, I'm suspecting that people still think that that's the easiest path to victory. Just dumps him. It's, just absolutely yeah, fucking dumb. So, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. You were probably right. What I'm more interested in, Boy, what have you, you seen in? the watch that Conor wore? amazing it was beautiful this Very is not amazing. a i'm a watch nerd for people who don't know this is not a watch that you wear right this is not a wear this is a purchase watch and okay maybe you wear it once right to like the most exclusive of exclusives you don't wear a tourbillon like this ever ever right. this, this is a this is a hold piece and not a wear piece and it is, it is absurd. It <laughs> now to be fair, I don't know if he owns these watches. Um, I would assume that he does. I would assume I that, that he doesn't, because there was two, one for okay. a million and one for two million. Okay. I don't. You man, Jacob and Co could very easily go. Hey Connor, here's a two hundred and fifty yeah, grand. Wear this, and it looks way different. And if you've yeah. noticed, you've only ever seen him wearing it in very specific pictures. He's not out yeah. on the yacht. Like, you wear a yacht master on the yacht, right? Connor has to have 10 of them, right? This is not a watch. Like, you can't wear this if there's a there's a change in moisture because it'll get on the inside and ruin the, the watch. I don't think this is a uh, – I could be wrong. Sorry, Jacob and Co. Don't really know too much about your, your watches. I don't know if this is like a sealed watch where it's waterproof. It's definitely not a diver, obviously, right? This is a showpiece. I, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like this is a this is a paid promotion between the two of them because the second one is ridiculous. Second one you get shot for in, in like anywhere. It's not one you wear to a third world country. Let's just put it that way. It's, it's not one watch. you wear to a first world country. It's not with you. You don't go to you don't go to Trump Tower and wear this watch. Um, you know what's crazy about this whole thing, man? About this whole fight island situation? The fact that he showed up in the yacht, the fact that he has a steady uh, stream of revenue, you know, he licensed or sold completely his, I think his shares in uh, Proper 12, but I'm sure he's still getting something on the licensing and stuff like that. But it's amazing to me, man, that this is the fight that Dustin Poirier is going to get a million dollars for. That's amazing to me, man. To think that Dustin hasn't gotten paid a million before, that's still that disparity that we're talking. You can talk all the trash you want about boxing, man, but once you're in it, once you're in the million-dollar club in boxing, the only one you get out of there is if you get knocked out. And in some instances, like uh, Deontay Wilder, he'll stay in the million-dollar club for the remainder of his career. Sure. Like, <laughs> like he'll, he'll never get paid anything under millions to show. Dustin deserves this payday, man, and uh, I can't think of a better guy for it to happen to. So I was listening to DC's assessment of this fight. And, you know, DC... He takes two steps forward with me, man, and he takes two steps back. This salty bastard. Some of the stuff he says, he's like, he's like, you know, I've been in there, and I know what it's like to fight against a guy that you've lost against. I'm like, yeah, we know that, DC. 
but no one's talking about you. This is a different thing, right? You lost those fights to superior fighters. Dustin got clipped. So there's there's a reason. Oh, he's whoa, whoa, here. whoa, whoa. So now now the Dustin fight is a fluke, right? Is this, this is what you're alluding to. But the no, the, the I'm, DC I'm, win I'm over the DC win whoa. over Stipe is not a fluke. Listen to me. I was I would never call any skilled match a fluke. Except for overhand right victories. Those are all those are, those are all. Well, 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 yeah, but uh, he, Dustin Poirier only got clipped in that fight. All right, all right, all right. He, 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 he got, got all he got the uh, illusions you would like, sir. Sir, your point about the DC thing. This is and listen, I respect your hardcore fanism for Stipe. The I'm fact just saying, that I'm just yeah, saying, the fact that he hit him with that your same guy, punch your like guy, other times. Your guy got better. Dude, oh, yeah. Sure. Stipe was not expecting that fat little arm to come up over like that. None of us were. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I've never seen Daniel throw that punch ever in his career. Well, no, Dude, even a- DC beforehand was like, oh, we have something for him, right? Like we, yeah. we know he does a thing, and afterwards, like, yeah, we know he keeps he keeps his right hand down coming out of a clinch, and, and we hit him with the left, or his left hand down and can't hit him with the right, right? Like, apparently, apparently, Stipe had something for DC too. He's like, I know he carries most of the food on this side of his bang, body. Bang, 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 bang! You <laughs> <laughs> give me those chips back right now. Um, so that's a fight. You know, I'm so I'm, pick, I'm making my pick for Dustin versus Connor. Yeah, I'm picking I'm Dustin. At, yeah, I shit. I'm picking Dustin. Too. I can't let you get that one first, man. I, I needed that one. <laughs> I've been on the Dustin train since this fight was like even rumored. But and... listen, here's the thing: there's a very good chance that Connor is going to knock him out, right? And I oh, wouldn't yeah. be mad. No, no, no. At... There's a chance either way. I, it's a 50-50 fight, realistically. Yeah. I'm on Team Dustin now. 51-49. Uh, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> listen to me. I, it's a rare thing when we agree on anything, so I want to make sure I keep this uh, video footage. But I want Dustin to win because I think that he has the best chance in a fight against Khabib. I don't see Connor getting the same grace that he got from Khabib before. It could, I don't Khabib think doesn't come back to fight either of these guys. You don't think he comes back? Nothing, quote unquote, spectacular happens. No, now, it doesn't you, matter. He'd be both. It doesn't it, like for for He wants a legacy, right? For yeah. a legacy, for have two guys fight that you already beat in okay maybe the maybe the most danger you've ever been in in a fight potentially right and you win the connor fight without question right like oh he might have lost that round i don't think he did watch that watch that third round again i don't think he lost the round like what is there for him right it's not like the gaethje fight the Gaethje fight was the question. What is he going to do with a hard hitter that is going to sit down, is going to bite down and, and hit him as hard as he can, no matter what, right. every time he comes in? The answer is he takes him to the ground and chokes him out, right? Yeah. He rips his head off. Uh, right. Shows it. He, he, puts, he puts him in a triangle and literally puts him to sleep because he knew Dustin wasn't, or uh, Gaethje was not going to tap, right? Exactly. That's the question. I would much rather have seen this fight. fight is incredible. I also want to see Connor uh, Gaethje. Um, uh, I want to yes, see. I want to see Connor Gaethje. That's an interesting fight to me. Um, when yeah. that fight could have happened, you know, when Connor was uh was champion or Connor was like right before it. I don't even know if Gaethje was even in the UFC at that point. Um, would have been a different fight than it would be right now, right? Because you know Gaethje has grown Gaethje up. Was in the UFC. He was okay. in the UFC, yes. but he was yeah. way lower ranked. You know. Yeah. He's, he's a different fighter. He's not the brawler anymore. That what he was, right? Of what he once was, 
he is a he is a way more technical fighter yeah. even though if, if a lot of his stuff is still pretty sloppy but he hits real fucking hard and yeah he, he puts together good combos mm -hmm. too and mm -hmm. sometimes that's all you need um let me ask you a quick question so do you think khabib gets out of bed for Oliveira? has Oliveira no. done enough no, no. he's no. just he's just another he's just another one right like he's just another one they're gonna put like what does Oliveira have that that khabib I, hasn't seen before yeah you know like i, I, I uh, oh a high level grappler but like High level grappler versus the highest level grappler, right? Like, I I don't think he has anything for him. Um, Connor doesn't have anything think... for him. No, Dustin doesn't no, have I mean... anything for him. Dustin's probably the, the hardest fight because if Dustin could, Chandler, could stuff, Chandler would literally be the only fight you make. Chandler could literally be the only fight. <sighs> he has to beat Hooker. And... He has to go and knock out two other guys for. But like, there is no fight. Right now, I don't even. Th I don't even think Khabib comes back for GSP. Honestly, I, uh, I don't. GSP has been out of the game you know for how long? Right? Like, actually, I I, I want to speak on that for a second. I don't give a shit about that fight. I'm tired of pretending like I care. I, I mean, I either. cared at one point, but at this point, I don't think. I I I just think everyone's taking drugs. If you think Khabib is going to go in there and just manhandle GSP, one of the most thinkingest fighters to ever walk, you this don't earth. think he's going to? Is that what you're saying? You think no. you think GSP? Yeah, I, 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 I think GSP will definitely expose if there are holes in khabib's game and if anyone's going to figure it out it's going to be farasa hobby and gsp i yeah, i know I'll, I'll, I'll die on the hill unfortunately I, I'm, I'm on the exact opposite i think khabib goes in and manhandles in the way he does everyone else because that's the only thing we've ever seen khabib do against all of the people that everyone said he wasn't going to be able to do that against right and yeah but those were against those were against guys at 155 we're talking about a man you you don't you think khabib would go up weight class to fight gsp well gsp's not making it down to 155 he, he, not he did a test cut to 55 you know that right dude i don't give a fuck about that fake test cut the fact of the matter is for him to come down to 155 would be the dumbest thing because he's giving away his biggest advantage Being even if he hydrates even if he hydrates even if he hydrates they can put all the pedialyte in his butt and in his nose to get him back to where he needs to be and I'm telling you, that would be the dumbest move. Now, what could happen is they would have a better chance of fighting at 170, but GSP is still one of the greatest to ever do it. And I'm not talking about a nostalgic way. That man has the mind of a trainer. And I think if anyone's going to expose Khabib and has the tools to do it, I think it could be it could be uh, GSP. Here's the problem, though. We're never going to see that, right? Sure. You know why we're not going to see that? Dana doesn't want to put, doesn't want to risk that. He doesn't want that type of stuff he doesn't want if khabib's gonna come back and he turns back to active comp competition the last thing he needs on his hand is for gsp to come back and beat another champion and then go okay enjoy this belt i am off to go eat french fries with man yeah, he'd, he'd be a triple champion right he'd be a three-way class he'd be, champion he'd be a three-way class champion that's great for his legacy it's not great for the ufc's legacy well, especially if he's you not know? gonna fight a second time um they're the same height right same height gsp has a little bit of a reach advantage um yep. I I don't know, man. I I think I I think Khabib does the same thing to GSP that Khabib does to everyone else, and it's only because if you look at patterns, I don't I know that it's not against a guy as, as elite as as GSP, right? So now you're putting GSP above Gaethje, you're putting him against Poirier, you're putting him above Connor, you're putting him above all these people, and that's fine, right? You could you could definitely you could definitely yeah. make that argument. Um, well above. But he he does the his his game plan is the exact same no matter who he's fighting, 
Did he change his game plan for Edson Barboza, who has some of the most disgusting kicks and will eat up your body, your legs, and your head with kicks alone? Did he change his game look, plan for, for, for But here's the thing. But here's the thing. Edson Barboza has been suffering from that type of game plan, and it hasn't just been Khabib, right? Edson no, Barboza. But, but has I'm been. saying, right? Like, he's gotten different yeah. looks, right? Like, he's gotten every look separately from what GSP is going to give him combined. Do, is that enough to get over the. The I am going to always come forward, never take a step back, get you against the cage, and do to you what I have done to literally everybody else in my path. So here's the, so I, I understand what you're saying, and that's all we have to work off with Khabib. We've seen him in trouble early on in his career. We've seen GSP in trouble early in his career. So the question becomes in this mythical match that probably will never take place is who makes the adjustment? Right, who has the ability to adjust if they can impose their game plan? Now, I'm saying on the other side of that, there have been many dominant grapplers, forward pressure fighters that have come up against GSP, and he's switched and pivoted and done what he's needed to do to put them in a bad place. Sure. There are there are obvious holes in Khabib's stand-up game. Will GSP have enough time to expose that and take advantage of it? Will GSP be able to showcase the fact that he's wrestled with the highest level grapplers and he's a, a three He's a three-level black belt in jiu-jitsu himself. This is not a man that's just a slouch, and he's just going to lay on his back and, and concede to the I position. Know. I know. <laughs> Listen, I, I yeah. understand that just as much as you do, but I'm making the <laughs> argument that, like, oh, but Khabib can't get past an elite striker. Okay, beats beats both Connor and Gaethje and Dustin Poirier, right? Right, right. Like, right. Like, no, absolutely. He, he can't get past an elite grappler. Like Absolutely. it, it ha has done everything separately outside of what. And let's be fair, GSP striking is not as good as Connor's, right? So he has he has he has a very good jab. He has a very good uh, defensive striking. If if I've watched very few GSP fights, and this is what I this is kind of what I get out okay. of it, like he his pure striking is not as good as some of the people that that Khabib has fought. So his. If you're talking about a one-hitter quitter, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have something he can send right down the barrel. But he has some had. I don't know what his kicks look like nowadays. He has some of the most amazing kicks that anyone's ever brought to MMA, okay. right? He also he also has some of the best combos, something that Connor doesn't have, something that most people don't even know how to utilize in a close fight with someone like Khabib. And he's trained with some of the best people to put him in a position. All I'm saying is, sure, Khabib. I, I agree. I agree with you. I understand how elite the only GSP thing that Khabib is. has going for him in this debate, and this is the one thing, is that he's undefeated. But I'm telling you right now, I man, and I'm not saying that he can't beat GSP. I just think that it won't be a steamrolling. But I also believe this is an older GSP. <laughs> I still think he gets it done, I, dude. I, still <laughs> I thought that he wasn't going to be able to steamroll. Uh, the last five opponents that Khabib was against, right? And you don't make mm -hmm. money betting against Khabib. You just don't. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like uh, you know, but you never would, right? Like, it's the same thing. You don't make money against betting against Connor usually either, right? Like, yeah, but you know, you definitely don't make money betting against GSP. Here, respectfully, this is all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. Of the fighters that he has beaten, Khabib, right? Star power, obviously, Connor is a bigger star than GSP ever was. But he is nowhere near the fighter that GSP. Sure, I'll give you that. Gaethje, I love that dude to death, man. I would love to go, you know, buy some barbed wire tattoos with him and maybe go have a few shots and stuff like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Here's where I think Khabib gives. Do you think GSP hits as hard as Gaethje? Uh, no, he doesn't hit as hard. I think okay. his accuracy. I think his accuracy is way higher. Okay. His intelligence is His accuracy is good as Connor's. 
Yes. Okay. Yes, his timing is his timing is as good as Connor's, but there's something that Connor does that's really great that GSP started to implement later on in his career when he started working with Freddie Roach. GSP started implementing a lot of footwork into his game, okay. and that gave people a hard time and gave them a bunch of different looks. The only thing that's gonna fuck him up against Khabib is has his age, right? So let's say Khabib does get his hands on him. We're talking about a guy in uh, GSP who was able to scramble out against Matt Hughes. You know, I forget the ju- uh, judo guy's name, uh, Armenian, one of the best grapplers to do it at his time. Does he still have the ability and a tank to scramble when he needs to? Mm-hmm. When he fought Johnny Hendricks, he fought Johnny Hendricks on all the gamma ray juice, right? And he had to, like, sure. he could not give that man a second to be on top. Now, historically, I gave that fight to Johnny Hendricks, but I know the judges were like, well, we can't it give it to split, the steroid it was a split free. decision. Split decision, but Johnny Hendricks won that fight. 100%. He won that fight, too. but he was all in the gamma ray juice. If G- if that GSP could somehow show up against Khabib, if he's able to take advantage of those split second moments, I think he gets him. Okay, I think he gets him. So GSP is a career dis- an out pointer fighter, right? Yeah. Career yep. career going to decision. His last finish, most recent finish, was against uh, Michael Bisping, and prior to that, he had not finished anyone, I believe, since I want to say Josh Koscheck. Was his last finish? Um, BJ Penn. It was well cor- quarter stoppage, but that was that was nine yeah. years prior. So let's nine. put that in a con- in a context. 2017 yeah. to 2008, nine Absolutely. years prior. But how would it? How would it? Okay, the fight goes to the ground occasionally. Right, we're talking about the GSP the GSP Khabib fight here. If it were to ever happen, we're, we're, we're you know we're in right. we're in theory crafting now. Khabib is always going throw. forward, always will be, right? right Doesn't right. wear much damage with punches from from what we've Absolutely. seen, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. How does it how does a how does the uh how does the decision the go? The beautiful decision. So and I've said this and I'm on record on this show sure. saying this before. Dia, Khabib gets beat one of two ways, right? Someone I was honestly split decision. Someone honestly hits him, and it's enough to stagger him, mm-hmm. and he it makes him choke for the rest of the fight. Or someone does the most logical thing I've ever seen anyone do before. They step to the side, and they make him pay when he comes in every time. There's not one person who's utilized their boxing properly. And even when Dustin hit him with the quitter that pushed him back, instead of keeping composed and saying, hey, I'm just going to keep a safe distance and keep pumping out the jab just to make sure I'm giving him something else to think trapped, of before anyone across no, he rushed in like an idiot. You know why? Because Khabib is such a dominant fighter. When you hurt him, you're like, I got to take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. But the man's been trained this way in combat sambo his entire mm-hmm. life. If he gets hit and he's hurt, he knows what to do. It's like what Light was saying. His natural instinct after he's hurt is like, well, guess where you're going? Right <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's no, what I, makes, I, that's what I makes Khabib that. great. That's what, It's not the grappling. It's the fact that Khabib goes, I'll give you that look. You have that one split second, but if they don't utilize it, then it's like he's like, "Gotcha, that was your chance." So, that like same thing happened happened with Gaethje. But here's my thing with GSP, right? I think GSP. So you're you're so that, you're making you're saying that GSP is the anomaly here out of the no, I'm out saying, of the not, out of the not, thirty not out of the thirty not twenty-nine an, not anomaly. I'm saying he's the elite fighter with the common sense to go. So you, I know you think yes. You think I GSP think, is the only think, person smart enough on this planet out of the people that Khabib has fought, not on this to, planet, to I think not the only... blow their load and get trapped into grappling with Khabib. 
So yes, that so you think that yes. again yes. it would be an anomaly. It would be one in thirty, which is classified as an anomaly according to me. Um, yeah, according, according to, an anomaly is like such a far out shot of like one in thirty is pretty far out, right? In the world of fighting, one in thirty is pretty far out in the world of fighting, right? Okay, it would literally so, be an anomaly that GSP is the only person to see this and go, uh -huh. huh? I hit him. He stumbles. Do not chase. Right. You, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. No, I, I'm, this was me yeah, posing no, one, this to one, you. One hundred percent. I believe in his intelligence enough where I think he can make the adjustment to do that. I won't even qualify it. Okay. I think if you and this is not you. When I say this, I'm not saying Zach. No, needed. I know, I know, I know. If you watch enough GSP fights, and of course I could be one hundred percent wrong about this, but I'm just saying what I believe. If you watch enough GSP fights, man, I think he possesses the discipline and the intelligence to do what needs to be done in that moment. And I think that that's been the problem with a lot of people with Khabib, where it's like you're looking down. It's the same problem people have with Michael Jordan. It's the same problem people have with Muhammad Ali. It's the same problem everyone had with Ronda and all these other dominant fighters. And I think this is why it's smart Khabib is getting out now. When you fight someone so dominant, and you do actually manage to stun them or do something to put them on the back foot. You get nervous. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, the some of the fights, so, some of the worst fights I've ever lost have been in that same exact vein where right. it's like, dude, you're slightly why? ahead and you don't know how to you don't know how to capitalize that on energy. it instead of exactly. blow, blow out on it. That's now, fair. To your listen, point, listen, that's all super fair, right? But this is a 39-year-old, 40-year-old GSP <laughs> I know. who hasn't I know. fought in four years, right? Yeah, it's, who hasn't it's all fought, stacked against him. Let's be fair. Has he ever yeah. fought anyone on the level of Khabib? Has he are you talking, so what, what era are you talking about? Because Matt Hughes, prior to Khabib, was the most dominant wrestler MMA had ever sure, seen. Sure, but Khabib would smoke Matt Hughes, right? Like, is, is, that, where, is that where it is? Khabib would definitely choke Matt Hughes out. Khabib okay, would definitely that's choke a win, him. right? That's a win, right? Okay, so maybe he doesn't smoke him. If, he if, beats if, him in a if, grappling, if, right? He would, I, I guess. Here's the thing, because then we have to look at like, so we're not talking about Khabib is a, a Russian wrestler. He's a combat sambo artist. So that's the clear advantage he has over Matt Hughes, right? Matt Hughes is an, I don't want to call him an idiot, the man's handicap. Matt Hughes is a, a wrestler that came over and learned some punches, right? Yeah, he got hit by a train, dude. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. But you're, that was you're, Matt you're, I'm going to make your point for you. Yes, Khabib smokes him because if they fought in their prime, Khabib still has the ability to do something that Matt Hughes took years to figure out. He's like, oh man, I should be throwing punches. With, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with these takedowns. I, Zach, you're absolutely so, right. Okay. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. Listen, I'm on the record, folks. I'm putting myself out there. I'm staring right into the camera. I believe that GSP has what it takes. I believe he has. Listen, and the it, only point of this segment was to was to just to, was to get me get like for me to get you to think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. it was a good, I don't good, know how the fight would go. I think I would bet on Khabib because this yeah. is an easy way to make money. It's on GSP too, right? Like, I just don't know if not having fought for four years, don't it's know what it, don't know what is. Don't know what his training regimen is, right? I don't know what it is. He clearly trains. He's in fucking fantastic shape, right? Beautiful I, hair now, dude. Is he going to find someone who is as elite of a of a grappler as Khabib 
in the same yeah. fashion that Khabib, because his his is fairly unique, uh, no. To, no. right? And how do you like? That's the issue, right? Connor was like, "Bro, yeah. I got Dylan Dennis. Like, th- that's how we're gonna train for this. We're not gonna, even, not even the same thing, right? That, you that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, no. right? Like, who is who does GSP bring in to give him that Khabib look, right? Who does he? I is there a person? No, right? and that's, but you and need, that's the beauty, right? He that's would literally, beauty. in my opinion, so hypothetically, fights at fifty five, yeah. right? Right, right, fights at fifty five. No issues, like, you know, you just control T in Photoshop, bring GSP down to 55. Right. He might have to wrestle someone in the light heavyweight division to get that same look of, because, like, it's, it's, the fight's going to go to the ground, right? Let's be fair. The fight is going to go to the ground. Khabib will get you down no matter what. Or he's, or he's going to initiate the takedown, which could lead to Khabib scrambling and taking his back. Correct. You got to look at it. Right. So, like, some way this fight is going to the ground. Yeah. How do you get someone that that good that good and that like who's gonna hold that much pressure on you as a training yeah. partner unless you go up a, a number of weight classes, right? Because like like yeah. when, once there's a size gap, then the domination's yeah. gonna be there in the same yeah, facet, about, yeah. right? Not because yeah. I think that you know Khabib could no, wrestle a heavyweight. I think that's that's the look that you need to get the same level of prepare you for the pressure the that pressure, he's gonna bring the pressure, right? Dude, you're making logical points. You know more than you know. And this is what makes the match so appealing, but why I'm not going to set myself up for it, right? No. So the answer to rhetorical, which was a good question, there's no one you can bring in, right? There's no one you can really bring in to emulate Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. So at a certain point, you just bring in some people who have kicks that are similar, and then you just got to deal with the harsh reality like, hey, I got to either choose to meditate on what I'm about to face right now, right? <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, I, 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 I have to really absorb it. And that's what GSP, and it's the same thing for Khabib. He's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I've seen other boxes before. I've seen other wrestlers, but I've never fought someone as intelligent as GSP. There's no one you can bring in to to help you prepare for strategies and changes and, and stances and, and movement and pivoting. And now when I say pivoting, uh, folks, I mean that he's literally able to switch up his game plan in a heartbeat. Do you think you bring in an just... actual boxer for that? I like, think do the, you think so... you, do you think Khabib probably has access to everybody? Do you yeah, think, Khabib a, 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 brings, yeah. do you think, do you think Khabib brings in Lomachenko just to get some rounds again, just to get some rounds against someone who has maybe the best no. footwork in the world? You don't think so? You don't think, Khabib... no, because, because here's what Khabib is going to do, right? Khabib is going to, it's it's just what we were talking about with, with Brother Light the other day. Mm-hmm. At certain points, when you get to the elite, elite, and what we're talking about is yeah, the my elite game plan is just going to game plan your game plan. Yeah, right. Yeah. We have to. We're going to meet in the middle, and we're just going to see who concedes. So that's where people have failed against Khabib too. You know why? Because they spend too much time going. Well, I need to learn how to scramble. I'm like, no, no, you, no, no. Look, you need to learn how to not, not get taken down. <laughs> Fuck well, scrambling, dude. Because you, dude. <laughs> you, you even, even have to know <laughs> he's going. Like most people didn't even know Khabib. And I'm, I'll die on this hill, right? And I had said this to people before, and I got into a, I call oh. a bunch of shit in MMA, MMA uh, chat groups and community groups. People were like, get out of those. Have why, are no you, game. why are you in like a it. bunch of forums? Like, stop that. Get out of those. Because <laughs> I, I like to argue. Only fucking weirdos everyone, are in those. Get out of those. Everyone kept saying Khabib doesn't have anything off his back. And I'm like, That's you have so no way. There's no fact that you have to base that off of. I'm like, if you think for one solid second that that man can't throw up a triangle, can't switch and scramble out of there, you're an idiot. And oh, everyone's yeah. like, you're, you're, you're yeah. a tourist. You're an idiot. You don't know what you're telling. I'm like, all right. Then he freaking throws this guy in the triangle. He put himself back- on on his back. Right. So let's be fair. That sequence, if you've, if you've watched it again and again and again, he 
that goes exactly the way that Khabib wants that to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's everything. And there's nothing coach, you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, you know, listen. He you brings. He has to bring in people. Yeah. To get that to get that transitional look, and I do yeah. think it would be a good idea to bring in a boxer, and not even like, listen, I'm not going to grapple you, but like, you're going to do your thing, and then when I yeah. touch you on the hip, we reset, right? Yeah. So avoid me, right? And yeah, you want to, yeah, right? You like know, yeah. you know, play like play tag essentially, right? Because yeah. if what he's going to do is back you up against the wall and grab you by the hips and throw his hands under your under your thighs and pull yeah. you. Right, like that's essentially what he does every single time. Doesn't go for a high cross. Doesn't go for a single leg. His middle of the octagon uh, takedowns are not great. Like, there's a lot of holes in his game, but it all is contingent on someone not stepping up to the fence, not stepping back to the fence. And, and here's the thing: we've literally never seen anyone do that. And here's the thing, right? As you pointed out earlier, I, I want to give Khabib all the prompts that people don't give him. We've only seen him successful with these things because that's all he's ever had to use, right? Right, literally, right. <laughs> like, who knows what else he's got hidden in his bag, right? <laughs> like, like, who knows? This dude could probably freaking fly for all we know. But I think <laughs> I think at a certain point, you know, uh, I think that's why Dom Reyes and friggin' um, – What's this guy's name, man? I always forget it. The other guy that fought Jones, really tough, man. Uh, uh, Tiago. Tiago Santos. Tiago. You know why I think those guys did really good against Jones? Because they didn't make the mistake that Daniel Cormier made, which was like, I'm going to go in there and I have a game plan for John Jones. They were like, dude, I'm just going to go in. I got to fight this guy. Right. And I got to I got to fight him in a way that no one – Like, I have to know that I'm standing across the octagon from John Jones, and he has 9,000 ways that he can beat me, and I got one. But I got to focus on that one. Like, my life depends on it. And I think that's the key to beating Khabib. And I think we won't see that because at this point, I don't think Khabib would take the fight with GSB. He seems like too much of an honor-bound guy where he's like, well, what if I do steamroll this guy? So what? That's a part of my legacy that I beat an old, puffed-up GSP? Right. You know, I mean, GSP is the only question, but it's GSP five years ago or, or ten years ago, right? Like, GSP yeah. at 29 – is really yeah. the question, right? Do Not you, GSP yeah. at at forty. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I'll give you some more bad looks with GSP. He was winning that fight against Michael Bisping, and then got caught. And I saw it in his face. I was like, "Ooh, that one hurt him." Like he hasn't been hit like that in sparring or anyone else. He hasn't felt that type of weight behind a punch at welterweight in quite some times. Freaking Matt Sarah knocked GSP out. A man who I never saw winning that fight. Yeah, but I just I, think it's I think it's gonna take a thinker. But here's where I can prove myself wrong. I just literally said moments ago, and I'm about to put my own foot in my own mouth, mm -hmm. that we don't know what else Khabib's got up there. For all I know, he could be the most intelligent fighter that's ever walked the surf. And I don't know that. He executes the exact had... same game plan every time. It's like run Khabib.exe. And it's like run. And that's it. There is no debugging, there is no troubleshooting. It just There's works no every time. time. Right. It just works every time. So we don't we we legitimately don't know. Two rounds yeah. in, if Khabib doesn't if doesn't able yeah. to get a takedown, everything gets stuffed, he's getting outstruck, Khabib's yeah. down 0-2. What what yeah. is Khabib's third round plan that's gonna win him the next three? We don't know. We've never seen that. We we literally will never see that. Let's be fair, no. right? There's only one of two options. He fights GSP or he never fights again. And yeah. that means either of those means he will literally never have to do that. 
Yeah. The only reason I would think he would take a fight with Matt Chandler, I mean, with Matt Chandler, Michael Chandler, yeah. is if he wanted to rekindle that whole USA versus Russia wrestling thing, which is still very big. Nope. And, that's, you know, and, that's a, and you know what's actually really interesting, man? Is uh, DC lost to a Russian in the Olympics, right? Yeah, and like, DC trained, yeah. and DC trained with that same Russian to fight John Jones. I love that every Kazakhstanian in that gym loves DC. I don't know what that's about, man. I know it's a brother in arms just, thing. I just think but DC's they... a friendly guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think DC's like DC. Legitimately, is probably the guy that's like, dude, how could you hate this guy? Yeah, you know, Unless like. Right, literally, uh, you know, like DC does. DC is not a hateable guy. The um, only time he's made himself hateable is when he's uh, <laughs> he's picked the wrong. Like, obviously, you know, for some reason, fans are always going to take John's side over DC, even when they have every right to agree with DC. They're going to take John's side, and then against Stipe, that was probably the worst move he's ever made. <laughs> is try to like talk bad to the the nicest guy in the UFC. Right, it's, it's like, like bad like... decisions for one thousand Ken Jennings. Yeah. Like as he's screaming at uh, Stipe, Stipe's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I was busy putting out fires and saving babies." <laughs> he's like, "Oh man, you know, a hard day at work. I just want to mow my lawn." And DC's like, "Fuck you!" And Stipe's like, "Well, oh, well, you could sure try." <laughs> it's 2021. Listen, if I got to give a little bit up to help you feel better about yourself, oh, come and man, get it, dude. It's... Uh, this is it's so I would take exactly. I would take DC's career over John's oh, yeah. John's career any day. Would you really? I would rather have lost to two of the best fighters uh, in the UFC ever than to have than to have all of the blemishes on my record. I would have to agree with that. God, I love I love John Jones. I, I love watching the guy fight. He seems like he'd be real fun at a party. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think he'd make it really tense. Like Zach. <laughs> Like, have you seen John? It's been 20 minutes. Where is he? Nope, I don't know. I don't want to know. Don't ask me. Uh, no, you're right, though, right? DC I would is... rather have DC's, yeah, what, what is it, 20, 25, 26 fight career over yeah. over John's going to be probably 35 fights. Uh, I, I would guess he's a, he probably has eight more in him. Um, yeah, dude, I think DC is clearly the man you want teaching your kids he's clearly the man you want in your corner you know he's reliable and unless, he's got the... unless john jones is around and then you know you don't want that but no 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 so and that, and that's body just... shot <laughs> that's a that's a sad thing man but we you know at least your legacy is like hey the only guys that could beat me are were literally the, two, the best. two best at their at their weight class yeah and we're gonna get to see those two guys lock horns and then That'll the conversation the conversation at for me, and I'll you know this is gonna be on record. If Stipe beats Francis, right, and then they put John in there with Stipe, if. the conversation for baddest man on the planet, greatest heavyweight to ever do it, is officially over, right? Because he would have beaten. Let me my case here. I don't know. I don't have to make it to Zach. I'm making it to no, other people I that would come out and listen to, this. to make it to me. He would have beaten. The best light heavyweights to ever walk into the sport of MMA and arguably the best fighter to ever do it in MMA and came up who's actually a natural heavyweight. And we see that now. Yeah. And so all that I definitely don't want to meet John Jones in a dark alleyway now, dude. That guy is he but it's literally he that, is right? fucking human Batman. Okay. It's if Stipe. Okay. When Stipe beats Francis. 
I, I do not see a Francis winning that fight. I'm a Stipe Everything fan. Everyone knows that. But his route to victory is hit real hard, and Stipe took his hit real hard last time, right? So let's be yep. fair. His takedown defense is not going to be great. See, I actually feel like Stipe could finish him. Um, yeah. But, like, that's just me. And yep. then John has to go in there and fight Stipe. If, if Stipe beats John... He might be the best fighter in the UFC. To ever do it. Period. He, he literally it literally might be it. Right? And but the, if he beats John, he retires right there. You know that, right? Yeah. That's yeah, it. Here's problem, Hanging right? it up. On the on the dark side of the moon, right? If John beats Stipe, we're gonna have to put up with a lot of evil for many years to come. Because that would have oh, officially yeah. validated everything John's ever believed wow. about himself. Dude, that's that's a fifty fifty fight if I've ever seen one before. Yeah, and you know, John is he's on record as saying he's like that would be the toughest long before this was even a thing. He was like that would be the toughest fight of my career. It, it will be. It, it for sure will be. Right. Obviously, yeah. he has to get through Francis first. Francis has that that equalizer in the in the uh, in his hands. Yeah. But I, really bummed we'll never get to see. Uh, Rumble. I was really hoping we we're gonna get to see Rumble versus Francis. Oh. Even though, yeah, <laughs> could you imagine? Oh. You know, <laughs> Bellator's on the come up, man. I want to see yeah, Rumble is- just nuke everybody. <laughs> How many fights a night do you think Rumble can have for two weeks straight in Bellator and and not be phased? Fifteen? <sighs> is it fifteen a night? <laughs> All right, Ryan I'm Bader, not- your turn, buddy. <laughs> Get in here, Bader. I have to look at their heavyweight division to give you a real answer. But is he fighting heavyweight or light heavyweight? He's fighting heavyweight, right? He's fighting heavyweight. I would have to say that Rumble's probably gonna go run shop over there. Because even if he went down to light heavyweight, who's he going to run into? Phil Davis? He beat him. And he beat him convincingly. The champion in uh, in Bellator at light heavyweight is very good. Um, then Vadim Nemkov. Very, oh, very good. Yes, just, yes, beat, yes. just beat Bader. I don't know if he's Anthony Rubble Johnson good, though. Yeah. See, that's the thing, man. Uh, when, always defer, my younglings, to... Anthony Rumble Johnson versus uh, what is this guy? Gustafson. No one gave Johnson that fight. And, and on paper, he shouldn't have won it. Gustafson had every tool he needed to beat that man for five rounds. And he kicked Anthony J- Rumble Johnson in the groin by mistake. And they reset the fight. And Anthony caught Bang. the next kick. <laughs> yeah. And then he also has combos. That's going to be crazy, dude. That's going to be crazy. Hey, Street Beefs. You need to let us commentate your fights, man. You see, we bring the ruckus. We'll we'll make that stuff real elegant and classy, like. <laughs> Pettis never got back to me on that Twitter thing, by the way. I've I've been sending him Facebook messages every day. What, what he should Twitter get back thing? to me. Remember, you sent me a uh, Pettis uh, posted on Twitter. He was looking for a non MMA related podcast to come on and sure. do some promotion. I was like, I was like, we're a non MMA <laughs> related podcast. We talk about gaming like eighty percent of the time. <laughs> Any other predictions you want to make, big guy? Um, no, <laughs> I don't we, think I have. Since any we more. fixed MMA tonight, clearly we fixed it. <laughs> I have no, I, I have no, no. Uh, I'm trying to look up so, the heavyweight roster at fucking Bellator, but their website sucks. Holy dude, shit! Do you know that Cyborg was supposed to be hosting one of the fights on her personal website and it didn't go live? I, I've heard like, about that. It's... <laughs> this, is, this is hold on, ready? Want to hear my interest? What? Don't have any. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking I got, at, the, I'm, dude. I'm looking at their heavyweight. 
Go for it. I'm just going to tell the fans what I got. For tomorrow, I got Rebus, I got Sanchez, I got Joanne, I got Chandler, and I got Dustin. Yeah, I regret I'll agree to saying all, all those. I'll agree to all of those. Um, there is no one in the heavyweight division for this guy, man. There no, is dude. literally. So, Yoel, I think, is fighting at heavyweight in Bellator. Um, That's I think amazing. he's finally making that move. Um, heavyweight or light heavyweight? Uh, I don't know. Maybe light heavyweight. Mm. I, dude, dude. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anthony Rumble Johnson. Is he fighting at heavyweight or light heavyweight in the... I think he's fighting a heavyweight, man. And the crazy thing is, what contract? No, did he throw? he's fighting light heavyweight because everyone's making the argument that there should be a there should be a shootout between Yoel. him, Yoel, Corey Anderson, yeah. well, Corey Anderson, uh, Vadim Nemkov, like all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fighting light heavyweight. Dude, I would literally fly anywhere Corey Anderson is before the fight would run. And just, like Corey, just please, please don't, don't do this, dude. Don't, you have don't, children, don't, like don't. Don't do this. Man. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm not scared of Rumble. He's like, he's right outside right now. He's literally outside. And just watch Corey Anderson just shit his pants right there. Corey Anderson, we're both big fans. Um, if this somehow gets it to you. Uh, Neil Magny, you broke my heart this weekend. Man. I defended you, Neil. I called you the GOAT. I turned, I blocked Zach on my personal text messages because I was just waiting for I didn't, I didn't watch it. The fight was over. What time was the fight on? It was on at noon. Right on a it was on like noon on a Wednesday or some shit, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> turn on the TV. There are people fighting right now. Oh yeah, like, oh, time on. to go back to bed. <laughs> All right, man. I uh, I got nothing left for you, buddy. But I'm just My gonna say this. Me either. I, I I'm just gonna say this, man. There may be a chance that Khabib will go down also as the greatest to do it in his division. If he beats anyone above him, a, a legitimate threat above his division. You have to also put him in the conversation for greatest of all time. He's already in the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So most now it's dominant like, for sure. Most dominant and undefeated, retired, undefeated. But uh, mm-hmm. I have a sneaky suspicion, like most undefeated fighters in their prime, he's not done yet, right? But it literally has to be someone worth his time. And it, I you know, Ferguson's there got is, the conversation. There is no one worth his time. Nope. As of Unless right now, get, active roster, no. there is no one worth his time. And the one guy that is worth his time, they're friends, and they're not. They won't even entertain the conversation. Kamara, yeah, oh, yeah. They, it's like you can't even get one of them is to talk about. Is Kamara worth his time? You think Kamaru. so? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's a fight that people want. I think that they would probably. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that goes too well in Khabib's favor. <laughs> Actually, like <laughs> now that you now that you, th- <laughs> yeah, now that you now that you think about it, I don't know, man. Striking yeah, and, and the ability to wrestle? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Sign Kamaru me up. A monster, dude. Do you yeah. remember the look on Tyron Woodley's face when he realized it was over? <laughs> Here's Okay, the issue with Usman is the, is the ending statement. Uh, Usman, a big fan. Um, he, he's fucking boring, dude. He is boring. His Col- <laughs> He needs someone across from him that's going to pressure him. Colby Covington yeah. was a perfect example. But other than that, he is going to pressure someone in the exact same way he pressured Masvidal. And I don't think I don't think that fucking changes on a full camp for Masvidal, by the way. I think the fight yeah. goes the exact same way. Yes. I think <laughs> I just think that's how he fights, man. He's he's gonna be dominant. He'll go down in history as as one of the more dominant guys. He's very exciting when someone exciting is across from him, but if if the yeah. person across from him lets him do his thing, 
It, it, you're you're in for a slow night. Listen, we get Stephen Wonderboy Thompson out of welterweight. We get him up to middleweight. Let's get let's start making the fights that make sense, right? On these legacy fights. You want to know who the best striker is in the UFC? You got to put the best strikers against each other. So you got to put Wonderboy Thompson against Stylebender. Stop feeding Stylebender these guys that aren't who haven't been doing it as well. Long no, as no, no, no. You're not allowed to say that. You were listen, you were on Team Paul Acosta deserved to be there. You you son bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> you son bitch. I'm so I'm still so mad about that. I was I died on that hill alone and I was so fucking right. It was it was the most right I've ever been in my entire life. You kept you you kept confusing that I said he deserved to be there versus he was going to beat him. I never said he was going to beat him. I was like he has as to date, my argument, chance. my argument was that he didn't deserve to be there, and everyone's like, no, no, he definitely deserves to be there. I'm like, who did he beat? <laughs> he didn't even beat Yoel. I'm not done yet. I'm right, not done. Okay, yet. I'm, I'm sorry. Done I'm sorry. Right, right. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We need to get these, we need to get these legacy fights up. So okay. you need Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Izzy, right? Sure. You need. I like it. You're not gonna like. You're gonna need Calvin Gaslam versus Uzma. I need to see Calvin Gaslam at the weight class he's supposed to be fighting at because I have a sneaking suspicion the size and the strength he gives up in middleweight. Yeah, it's, is, it's bad. Yeah. It's, he, it's just, bad. he just sucks at making weight, from what I understand. Yeah, he's, he's horrible at it. He he's failed at it multiple times. So, but Kamar versus Kelvin Gaslam, I think, would give you what you want, and many other fans. It's gonna make Kamar go, "Oh, I can't just. I'm not gonna be able to just wrestle this guy." Right. Like, I'm gonna. I'm right, gonna have right, to fight. Right. Dude. Gilbert Burns was. Going. Gilbert Burns is that hope too. Gilbert Burns is also that hope. And then at lightweight, right? If you really, 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 really want to see someone test Khabib, we're gonna have to bring someone down from welterweight. I'll have to get back to you folks next Ooh. week on that one because there is no one. There's no There's one. No <laughs> one. The, the only person at welterweight that I have an issue with Khabib beating is Usman. That's literally yeah. it. I think he beats up everybody else. Oh, man. You know what? Really oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Make Masvidal cut down. To fight Khabib? Khabib? Yep. That, you're trying to get that man killed. <laughs> you know what really gets me? Gets me really angry, man. When I hear people say, "But I think Diaz has got a chance," I'm like, "What?" I was on that boy. I was on that camp for so long. Were you, were yeah, you really? I yeah, because of because uh, because Diaz does the exact same thing that Khabib does, but with with um with with striking, and he's yeah. legit on the ground. Right. Yeah. That's my thought too. Is that he's he's legit. He's legit off his back, but I don't think he's legit enough. I could see him grabbing poor Diaz's legs and just being like, this is it for you, Apache. You'll go side, bang. You'll go other side, bang. And it's like, fuck. God, that looks Man, like it hurts. I think we're back in the same place with the lower divisions, though. 135 is probably 125, 135. Aljo yeah. has, a good, has a good fight. Um, yeah. He's finally getting his shot. Um, I don't know, man. 25, I don't, I don't see anyone beating that fucking guy. <laughs> David Figueroa. Figueredo, I don't, dude. Yeah. I don't know. He hits like a forty-fiver, dude. Like legit. Like I think he has yeah. very similar power to some people at one forty-five. At one twenty-five, together, he's going to be champion for a while. Um, here's the thing, right? Yeah, so yeah, Dana yeah, says sure. that obviously, you know, Volkanovski gets through his next fight. He's like, you got to, you have to do the max fight for the third yeah. time, right? Yeah, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see that fight again because. I think that would obviously put a huge chip on Volkanovski's shoulder because then he feels like it's validating right. that he didn't win the fight. And yeah, I, I can, I can, I think he lost it, but I can see his point of view where it's like, if the boss thinks I lost it and then I have to fight this guy, there's an enormous amount of pressure to come in. Now I have to come in 
and destroy you. But I can't win by decision. Volkanovski also made a very good point in the fact that Holloway doesn't get that pressure off when he's against Volkanovski. Yeah, no, he doesn't. But I think the best thing that happened in the second fight is that we realized that Max made the adjustment for the leg kicks. He gassed a little in that fight with too much movement. I think it's all about a little bit. Like, and his gas obviously doesn't look like Connor's gas when Connor's sucking. Well, his gas air. doesn't look like <laughs> fucking anybody, dude. He threw 750 <laughs> strikes, and, and I feel like he could have went five more rounds. Dude, I jogged for exactly five minutes today, and I felt like a king of the world. And then Marvel was like, you're going to die out here. And I'm gonna <laughs> That's all I got, man. Zach, thank you for, for pushing me, for getting me to talk about fighting. This is the last episode we're going to be doing on fighting, folks. I know you guys have oh, that's not gritted, true. Your, that is not true. gritted your teeth. From now on, we'll be only doing serious journalism. Oh, and, uh, okay. All right. Well, I'll have to go get my, uh, my, my hat and uh, my pen and paper and uh, actually, sorry, pencil pencil uh from states and your journalist hat your journalist hat yeah. that's gonna be amazing yeah, yeah. and then uh that's a little that's a little we'll press we'll press ticket in there and uh yeah we'll be on our way ladies and gentlemen thank Zach. you for listening to episode 87 of the talking with a dad podcast check us out all your favorite social media platforms all your favorite podcasting platforms check out the website talkingwithadad.com join the discord down below have a great night